Welcome back. Coming up for 10 minutes to 10 o'clock. You're listening to Tonight with Lester. It is that time of the week where we focus on some beautiful news. Tonight we're going to be talking to Husna Adams. She is of the organization Beautiful News. She's going to be telling us some of the beautiful news stories which have come across their desk, which she feels that she wants to highlight. Husna, thanks very much for joining us again. Thank you so much for having me tonight, Lester. How are you? Very good, thank you. We've been talking about the issue of uh, of beautiful news and how important it is to bring a little bit of positivity, you know, to South Africans and how we consume it uh, in uh, in in the media. What's your thoughts on on people sharing a little bit of positivity in the the news consumption? Uh, Lester, I think South Africa in particular is a country that is hungry for beautiful news. People want to hear beautiful news. As soon as they find stories, as soon as they hear something that just lights up your heart, they immediately want to share it. And, and, and that's right. Like um, Next week, I also work for, for the Mail and Guardian newspaper. Next week, uh, we bring out a, um, a, what has become a regular feature, a, a, a good news edition of the Mail and Guardian. That doesn't mean we, we, we paper or we cover the cracks of some of the very serious and often very depressing news of this country, but at the same time, maybe give a little bit more prominence to some of the more positive stories, the more in, uplifting and enlightening stories. And I think that's something that, that is... Uh, quite important but you here to tell us some of your favorite um beautiful news stories of uh, of uh, the last uh, period what is up first who do you want to showcase tonight um how about we talk about denzel play go ahead what's 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 denzel's story so denzel is a cape town based fashion designer and he was very taken by the limitation on um, clothing sizes in fashion. Mm. So as a designer, he started experimenting with creating clothes that cater to all sizes and all genders. And today, Denzel creates these clothes that are fabulous, outlandish. They're designed for people to show off who they are and to say, I'm here, I'm proud. Look at me, and they're designed for absolutely everyone because everyone deserves to be seen. Well, here's Denzel Pillay's story. As a fashion designer, I'd like to focus on garments that are inclusive for all body types. There's a lot of people that don't understand curve models, so that is why I want to take it to the next level. Struggling with weight loss in the past made me feel depressed and I was limited on what to wear. I learned to love myself at the end of the day and when people wear my designs, I want them to feel confident, sexy, fierce and just own it. Size doesn't determine the type of clothes you wear, your confidence does. Everyone should embrace themselves and love themselves and accept themselves for who they are. If I look back how far I came, I can only see stars from here. We are all different and we need to celebrate these differences. And that's great to us now because many times when I go buying clothes and it's off the rack and what is advertised as a particular size doesn't necessarily fit me. I come from a body type uh, that arguably I would argue is more genetic than, than anything else. But uh, in South Africa, we have an issue with people buying clothes off the rack and it doesn't necessarily fit or custom to their bodies because they're imported and they're bought uh, and they're highlighted by clothing retail chains and they go to other countries where the style, the body types are all different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and 
There's no one size for the human body. People come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes. That is what normality is. That's what normal people are like. Normal people are unique. And so we should all have clothes that are unique and make us feel comfortable as we are. Who's up next, Tusna? Um, how about Andile Congo? What's his story? Andile is a master pianist and he uses the instrument to tell his own story and African stories. And Andile actually has a very interesting story. Um, so most people learn to play the piano at a very early age, but not Andile. He only learned to play the piano at the age of 15 and he taught himself. No one um, showed Andile how to use a piano. He, he learned by watching other people play. Mm. Um, today, he's released his own album and he teaches other people, young and old, how to play music. And here's the story of Andile Congo. There is no age limit for who can learn music. My name is Andy Lecure. I'm an Afro-jazz pianist and music director. I was told by a lot of people that I'm too old to play and I was never actually taught by anybody. I had to learn and watch people from a distance. I was only introduced to the piano at the age of 15. And as much as most people might say it's late, for me it was the only time I could actually access the piano and I had never stopped since then. Today, I'm a recognized jazz pianist in South Africa. Music tells a story without words. You will always feel something, even if something is never said. And I love that while Beautiful News is produced for the visual format, you can go to beautifulnews.co.za and watch these videos of the, of these beautiful news stories. I, I love it when stories come away that are trained for the ear, that just sound great. And that was a perfect example of, of Andy Linkonko. It's because he's such a good musician, such a good self-taught pianist. He's incredible. You must go to see the video on our website. Mm. And finally, Nazima Adams. What's her story? Nazima Jacobs. Nazima Jacobs. My apologies. So Nazima Jacobs, um, she found herself being homeless after a life of non-stop clubbing and drug addiction. Um, she reached a point where her family had nothing to do with her. But then Nazima joined Streetscapes, which is a gardening project that rehabilitates and uplifts the homeless. Um, working with the land, in touch with the soil, watching plants grow, Nazima felt her soul growing as well. And she was able to give up all of um, the habits that led her astray. She's now restored her dignity, reunited with her family and discovered what it means to grow again. And here is Nazima Jacobs' story. Gardening took me back to my roots. My name is Nazima Jacobs and I work at Cityscapes Urban Gardens. Cityscape Urban Garden is an initiative that seeks to rehabilitate and uplift our homeless people and people that are on drugs. When you're young, you don't realize that your decisions have the ability to change your life. I've made some terrible choices in the past and before I knew it, my family wanted nothing to do with me. 
Getting clean is not easy, but I didn't do it just for me, I did it for my children. Gardening means so much more to me now. Watching the seeds I've planted grow has healed me in a way I could never imagine. Knowing that I can create life with my hands made me feel like I am worthy of doing something. Gardening has not only given me my life back, but also my family. And that is our beautiful news for the week. Husna, thanks so much. You always do some great work and just giving us a little bit of positivity in our daily news and current affairs diet, particularly on this show. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Lester.